Welcome to a special episode of the Bentonville Beacon. I'm your host, James Bell, and we're taking a break from our regular episodes to highlight why Bentonville is so amazing. We've chosen a few clips from some of our favorite moments of the Bentonville Beacon so far. So sit back and enjoy these clips and come check out Bentonville where you get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Will you tell me a story that is, I'll call it a story or a moment that you've had here that's a sort of a, that you would label hashtag because Bentonville. And I'll give you a really simple uh, moment for me. It's the first time I saw a bike detour sign. Never seen that anywhere else before. That's, that's cute. Um, yeah, I've got one story that resonates. So, um, a couple of years ago I was, um, I was in town and I had to, um, fly, fly out, I think back to California and I was, uh, going through XNA and I was, I was late for my flight and I had a rental car and I was, uh, ripping through kind of on my way through the rental car facility. And I kind of parked real quick, grabbed my bag and I'm, you know, doing my hundred meter dash to the security gate to go, you know, go through X-ray machine and. I put my bag through the x-ray machine and I pull up all the stuff out of my pocket. And I realize I've got the car keys to the oh. rental car in my hand. And like, I can see like the plane's about to leave, like right out that way in front of me. And my bag has already gone through the x-ray and I'm kind of confused. I'm like, wait a minute, what do I do? Do I go this way? My bag's over there. And I'm this moment of like trying to calculate how I should deal with this. And, um, all of a sudden I hear somebody say, which rental car company? I kind of <laughs> looked up a bit confused and it was the TSA agent. Say, excuse me. He said, looks like you're late for your flight. You left your rental car keys here. Which rental car company? I said, Enterprise. He says, give them me. I'll take care of it for you. Wow. And, uh, that was kind of a moment where I was like, they don't, they make them a little different out here. <laughs> um, and so, was, and I actually asked him, I said, Hey, you know, who's your boss? Um, you know, I'd like to tell him about what you did. He said, I'm the boss. And, um, so it shows why you're the boss. And um, so that, that was a really special sort of humanistic part of, of being in that area that I'll, I'll never forget. Three more questions. Uh, this one, tell me a story. And this is a this is going to be a hashtag because Bentonville story, something that sort of describes the uniqueness of this place or maybe could only happen here or it could be just a moment. And I'll describe a moment, for example, to you. It's the only place in the world I've seen. Uh, bike detour signs. <laughs> that's oh, awesome. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 I'll tell a quick story about this customer, Dennis, we had, at, you know, he, you know, th- I think this was like February, right? So it was like when we first got started. Um, so anyways, um, the guy kind of hit me up and he was like, Hey, like, you know, I'm looking at one of these electric mountain bikes. And I guess, so all the viewers know one of the unique things about our area is that I think it's Benton and Washington County, mm-hmm. right? That's how who actually put the regulation in place. But we can have electric mountain bikes, like class one electric mountain bikes on our off-road trails, which is somewhat unique compared to a lot of like Western mountain yeah. biking destinations. So anyways, this guy um, calls me up and he's like, hey, I want to ride one of these electric mountain bikes. Like my doctor, you know, I had all these like heart surgeries and like, he's like, oh yeah, I like had this heart, horrible heart attack. And I was like dead for like five or six minutes. And like, like basically long story short, this guy's just like opening up to me about all his personal medical conditions on this first phone call I have with him. But it, it, it was, it was really cool because what impressed me so much was I was able to get this guy out on an e-bike. He hadn't ridden a mountain bike in a little while and like, you know, had basically like 
not really a great chance at like going back out mountain biking, mm-hmm. so to speak. And he's like, hey, with the electric, I can get back out there and, you know, keep my heart rate low enough and all that kind of stuff. And that really just like impressed me about the kind of the accessibility and like utility that like our trails have, um, because we're like totally open to that. Like we're, t- we're very accepting of people that like, you know, can't necessarily do what like, you know, I guess your average mountain biker can. Um, so I think that's really cool about this area. Um, you know, even I think we were talking about JP mm-hmm. a second ago with um, the adaptive trails too, mm-hmm. which is, so, which is quite unique. Um, you know, being able to have adaptive trails so that the, you know, the, the trike yeah. bikes can go out there. It's an amazing idea. Um, and it's not that much harder to cut an extra six inches of dirt. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's pretty neat that, uh, folks here hired him to basically come right around the trails mm-hmm. and help figure it out and make sure that they're accessible to everybody. You know, that accessibility extends well beyond adaptive bikes. It extends to people's backyards, right? Uh, wherever you live in Bentonville, there's a good chance you're a few hundred yards from a trail at most, uh, especially in some parts of town, which uh, is something you probably won't find in, in most places. And as you, you mentioned earlier, Morgan, the, um, you know, having the ability to go to some places and there's every type of trail mm-hmm. where folks can start off together and end together at completely different skill levels and have just as much fun. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Tell me a story. Uh, <laughs> Ed, we'll call this a hashtag because Bentonville story, something that yeah. perhaps could only happen to here or is unique here. I mean, uh, uh, you can tell a story or a moment. The moment I cite more, most often because it's quick is uh, Bentonville's the only place I've ever seen a bike detour sign. That's hashtag because Bentonville. Very much. Yeah, there. I think there's a lot of them. Um, one that I think stands out to me, um, somebody pretty important texted me and said, hey, Ken Lewisberg and his family are coming to town. I need you to show them a good time. And I said, heck yeah, I can do that. No problem. Who is Ken Lewisberg? And it turns out Ken's the CEO of SRAM. Oh, wow. And so pretty daunting, you know, yeah. that's, that's a big company. And I meet Ken, I meet his family, just awesome. Like it, just incredible people. And we go on a ride. I got to show them the town. We go out on a, like a two and a half hour ride. And there was this moment where we're going all over. We're probably 90 minutes in and Ken's just shaking his head. You know, a guy that's been everywhere riding bikes and he just can't believe it. Well, we come to this spot on all American and as you ride up, there's a couple of young kids there and they're talking about how big they're sending in on these jumps. And I roll up, I'm like, hey, what's up, kids? And they're like, oh, hey, man, what's happening? And then the kids, one of these kids stops and he looks at me and he locks eyes with me. And then his dad's next to him and he turns his head, but he keeps his eyes right on uh-huh. mine. And he says, dad, is that who I think it is? And his dad whispers to him, well, why don't you ask him? And he lo- he's looking at me and he goes, are you Rich Drew? And I said, yeah, I am. What's your name? Uh, and he said, I'm Solomon. And we had this conversation with his dad and his dad said, you know, COVID hit. And I'm a single dad, you know, I have him and his brother. I don't know what, the, I don't know what we're going to do. And just all of a sudden on our radar mount, radar mountain bikes popped up. And so I went to YouTube to try to figure out how do I do this? How do I get into this? And he said, man, I found your videos. And he said, it's been incredible how much you've helped guide us through this mountain bike journey. And then, well, we had to make the pilgrimage to Bentonville. So wow. he said, we're here um, because of your videos. So thank you so much. And it was crazy because in that moment, what I said to him was, you know, all I did was highlight what so many amazing people have poured into the amount of people that have put effort into making this place what it is. 
to be able to showcase that and have people like him and his kids see it and come here. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's, it's a true honor. It's a true, it's a responsibility that I relish. But then to do that with the CEO of one of the largest bike companies there, and he got a kick out of it. He thought it was cool. So yeah, I don't know of many more because Bentonville moments than that. I mean, it was just, it was cool. And there's a lot of them, but that was a great one. That's one that stands out a lot. That one gave me a little goosebumps. I like that. All right. <laughs> that would be because Bentonville for sure. I'll I'll share a story. Uh, this is part of part of what Swimoz does. We have a master's team, which is our 18 and over. And then we we do our weekly open water swims Wednesday nights. 6 p.m. Highway 12 boat ramp. It's a real fancy address, but it gets the job done. And we get to to go out and play in the lake every Wednesday, April through September, which is fantastic. But that crossroads, right? Our our master's team um, only practices at the Walton Life Fitness Center. So that that kind of excludes a handful of folks, which is fine. I not a problem. But I had the opportunity to have one of our swimmers, his his name is Liam. And he he has Down syndrome and he is on our master's team. And great kid. I actually took a selfie with him this morning for a, a separate reason. But he is a great swimmer and had been missing the, the, the competitive aspect of swimming for a while um, just because we all had been. And his mom signed him up to, to participate with our master's program. And through the course of, of chatting with him and, and his mom and, and getting to know them and kind of his, a little bit of his story, I was like, you know, he's, he swims the 500 yard freestyle for his special Olympics games. And he could totally come out and swim the mile. Like we, we did a kind of a test run event last year to see if the Oz mile would, would work and, and whatnot. And it was about maybe two weeks before that race. And I, you know, started chatting with, with him and he was like, I want to do that. I'm like, okay, well, let me chat with your mom. I'll give her the info and had a conversation with her. And it was now fast forward three or four days. We're now the week of the event. And she's like, Liam wants to race in the event. Is that like, can, can, is, is that going to be okay? Is that a thing that we can do? I'm like, oh yeah, we can totally do that. Let's bring him out to our Wednesday night swim and and first of all, see how he does in the lake. <laughs> because remember, it's very different lake swimming versus pool swimming. And he came out and had a great time. And it was hard. It was challenging. I think it was maybe more challenging for mom sitting on the shore than it was for Liam in the water. But he was, he loved it and was encouraged by the other swimmers that were there. And the piece of having a challenge set forth in front of him and him going, yeah, I want to do that. I want to give that a try. And he did. And he was super successful and came out to the race some four days later and got started and kind of had a moment. He was like, why am I not up there with all the rest of the swimmers? Because we started in waves as opposed to one big mass start. And so he was towards the back and was, you know, somewhat challenged by that. And um, my husband had a, a little um, motorized boat and picked up his dad and went out and they talked to him for a little bit and talked him into to continuing on. And he did and he finished and he's like, okay, when's the next one? 
and he's ready for more. And he'll actually be starting. I think they're going to come out this this week um, to to start swimming again. And it's moments like that that where where different parts can intersect and can expose you to seeing something for the first time in a different way that you kind of forget about. I feel like unless you're in this area and there are probably another half a dozen stories at least that are similar to that where somebody is like, "Mm, that's, mm, that's out my comfort zone. No, thank you. But it's through the course of continuing conversations that they decide that, okay, I'll give it a try and then decide they love it and are are happy to do it and want to come back for more. And that's an exciting thing. Um, so you aren't from Bentonville or no. Arkansas. So that puts you in the 62% of people who are residents of Bentonville, but aren't from here. Uh, where did you come from and how did you get here? Well, like most people, I got here because of a job, um, which I think is is really interesting. You know, work tends to bring people here and then you just stick and you stay because you, you show up and you find that it's it's the best of all the different places that, that you've looked at or lived before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up on the East Coast. Uh, Maryland is home. I actually drove all the way up to Kansas City the other day to root for the Orioles um, because that was was an important thing to do. Um, but yeah, that's, that's sort of where I, I was for most of my life is somewhere on the East Coast. And Richmond, Virginia for a while, um, near the Outer Banks in North Carolina, a little bit of time in upstate New York. And a job led us out this way. And, you know, we visited, I think, once. And from the moment we got here, checked out the town, um, we just knew it was going to be the perfect fit. We've been here about uh, four years now. So it's been great. Very cool. Uh, What's been the most surprising thing about Bentonville? You know, when you move somewhere, uh, you move with some hopes and expectations for what the local area will be like. Um, we knew what we'd seen on paper and what we'd seen on a screen, uh, and then to really come and experience it in person, it just blew away even our wildest expectations. It's, um, it's unique of all the places that we've lived, you know, we've been everywhere from small towns to bigger cities, uh, never been somewhere quite, um, just riding the boom the way that Northwest Arkansas is. And that just adds a whole different dynamic to everything. Uh, local arts and culture, the economy, um, the educational system. It's all like the perfect mix for um, for young professionals, for people with kids. It's, it's just more than we could ever hope or dream for. And um, that's why we swear we're never leaving. Same here. Thank you for tuning in to the Bentonville Beacon podcast. We hope to see you next week. 